So at five years old, I mean, how does a five-year-old cope with loneliness? You create imaginary friends. It's the best way. And you still have to create imaginary friends as an adult. And this is what people don't realise. They try to put their imaginary friends to bed. And, but your imaginary friends will encourage you. They'll be positive. They'll guide you. And it's interesting because when you're creating your avatar for your customers, you have to be very good at creating imaginary friends. Sure. Yes? That's who you're selling to. So as a landlord, I know who my, who my tenant would be. It will be a professional it will be someone wanting to live in a, a nice, luxurious, luxurious apartment. As a surgeon, I know who my patient will be because I've been bullied. So uh, as an ear reconstruction surgeon, when patients come in and their ears are sticking out, I treat so many adults. We're talking about people in their 40s, 50s, who are still traumatised by what children said. And they are super successful. They are CEOs of major finance companies. They're brilliant. And they just remember what drove them and then they say look I've got the money now to fix it I want it fixed but we go into this and that story is the classic story and I thought at the when you're going through it you think you're the only person going through being bullied or being made to feel different or sometimes gaslighted very common when someone doesn't fit into a corporate structure or a social what I would call a socialistic structure and they're a capitalist that's what I sometimes found you know in healthcare that you can get gaslighted like your reality is presented as different to what it actually is but that's a key element to your success and when you learn to embrace loneliness as a business owner as a person who will have a vision that no one else can truly sometimes see the whole picture you become very strong because you, ex you you learn not to worry about it. So I never worried about loneliness after a while. I just said, do you know what? I am who I am. If I'm meant to be lonely for this period of time, I'll be lonely because I'll use that time to think about my vision, think about what I'm trying to achieve and also educate myself. You know, education, if you're, if you're wasting time thinking about meeting the right person or trying to find the right business or trying to start something, the best thing you can do is just get out of the house or move to another environment and start doing some action, start educating, listen to a random podcast, start engaging with people because that way you become much stronger as a person and I think it's um, loneliness is an asset and it's an asset that all business owners and all entrepreneurs need to learn is an asset. It's not, a, it's not something you should be ashamed of and it's something I'm quite happy to talk about and it's going to be the thing that bonds a lot of people who listen because they'll say, actually, I'm that person. I'm the person listening to this in the car, trying to build my business, trying to do something much bigger, be a multimillionaire and I feel lonely doing it. And I'm telling you that as a net worth millionaire, as a guy who has built um, a few businesses, you're not alone and join the club. And that's why when business owners meet other business owners, the networking is so powerful because they've found a friend who understands it. And that's one of the things that we need to get used to as business owners is being lonely and understanding that not everyone will get our vision. You talked about your mother being a catalyst to use to at least the belief that being a doctor wasn't enough. Yeah, if not not financially. I mean, it, it, she was very forward thinking because she had realised that the world is always getting more expensive. 
this is something, the cost of living is always going to go up and inflation is a reality. So I understood about inflation, I understood about interest, I understood about how to, why assets that produce income and if you can buy those assets with debt, I, un- I understood that from a very early age. And that was part of my struggle when I tried to, to understand about property. I didn't understand why, why, why is this a good idea? And she sat me down and explained it. Then I really got into property investment and, and running my own business. And I just thought, wow, this is fun. I enjoy when I do something and it's I've done it, I get paid for it. And, yep. and guess what? It's 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 not like when I worked in the NHS. And if you try to do more, you get punished because you get taxed more. And people, um, you know, if I want to come in at 7.30 in the morning and do four cases on a Saturday in Harley Street, absolutely fine because it's in everyone's best interest to do that work because they get paid yep. and they'll make more money at the end of the day. There's two schools of thought to property investment and you'll hear it through two different groups of people. So the first group that is very, you know, I've, I've, I listen to all different types of property investors, but there's kind of the two groups. There's the group that ultimately say you always need money and you do need money at some point and there is no way there is no such thing as free property that's not true but it's the timing of when you're putting your money in and where you're getting your money and also that that money can be generated through the cash flow through a property which then can be used to repay an investor with interest and also give you the funds necessary to do your next your next property deal. And the, going back to the, the two schools of thoughts, there's the, the thought process that those that say, oh, no money down is impossible. Well, both are right. But one is more applicable in this day and age more than ever because of cash flow. And this comes back to discussing these two groups. So group one are fairly well off. They say buy newer properties, invest, and then you won't have so much heartache with the property going wrong or tenants abusing the property. Keep saving and and you'll get there, okay? And the rental income will be enough that you can build a deposit and buy your next property. Now, that kind of mentality may have worked much earlier on, maybe in the last decade or so. But what people actually need is cash flow. That's what you can do use to run your business. That's what you can use to pay your employees you need cash flow and cash flows where these no money down techniques produce the cash flow and allow those without significant money for a deposit to get into property and also allow to control property and this comes back to another philosophy of creative financial mindset which I changed do I really need to own everything this comes back to our cars. Do I really need to own? I used to buy my Lamborghinis sure. cash. Yep. I, I don't because actually that's a, that money that I could have I've put down on the Lambo, I could use that to put down on a deposit on a property, which makes me greater cash flow and actually pays off the car. You know, I can enjoy more cars, you know. So do we need to own property or do we need to control property to control cash flow? And if you look at people in the cost of living crisis and what's going on with rising inflation you know, mortgage interest rates rising where they cannot afford property like they used to. Cash flow is key. And this is why these techniques, the no money down techniques and 
the creative financial mindset, they become very much more applicable to what is the current um, financial climate we are in now. Thank you for watching this video and please like, share, comment and push the notifications bell to receive the next and latest video from the Mark Sheldon Lloyd Show.